Hello there, everybody, and thank you for tuning into the pod of Born to Be a Star, a podcast where you recognize your star power, you see you can do anything you set your mind to, and you are reaching for the stars. A podcast where you recognize that you are amazing, you are talented, you are beautiful, you are handsome. You can really, you can decide you want to switch fields. You can decide you want to be a teacher. You can decide you want to be a banker. You can decide you want to be a doctor. You can decide you want to be a nurse. Whatever you want to do with your life, go and do it. Don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. Because the world's full of negative people that are miserable and stuck in their own shit. And they'll always be the people to tell you what you can't do. Those people, leave them alone. Let them be miserable all by themselves. Don't be the company for the misery. There you go. There's a mirror, whether you're in your bathroom, your phone, or in your car, if you have a car, that will tell you and show you your reflection. If you look at your reflection in a mirror, what do you see? When I look at my reflection in a mirror, I see exactly who I wanted to be as a little kid. An amazing, resilient, rebellious, unapologetic girl. That's just living her life with no care. Just a carefree mindset that has led her to nothing but happiness, positivity, and being free. I'm not basing my life off of what anybody fucking thinks because I don't care. And you shouldn't be doing that either. Why are we spending time caring about other people's thoughts? Why? How does that help us? It doesn't, does it? I mean, outside of employment where, you know, you have to follow rules and you have to obviously do your job correctly. That's why you work there. Outside of employment or outside of getting your education at school where you have to show up for your classes and do the required work to graduate. Outside of those two things, why are we putting in all this effort for shit that doesn't matter with people that are not helping us prosper? We need to be making decisions on who we're being friends with and who we're talking to and who we're spending our time with. Because are they helping us on our journey for success for ourselves? Food for thought for your Tuesday, right? Look in the mirror and know your worth. Know you can do anything you put your mind to. It's not based off religion. I do think that God has a way of showing you exactly what you need to see. And I think that he has a way of putting you exactly where you need to be. Sometimes he takes you away from something and it's difficult when he does that. And then he puts you right back on track and it becomes flawless and so easy when you get back on your journey on your road, because that's what God represents for me. Now, I'm not telling anybody they have to believe in God. There's atheists. There's people that believe in multiple gods. And I think all of that shit's cool. I'm not telling you to do something you don't want to. And I'm not going to be that person that thinks badly on people because they don't believe in what I believe in. I think that's the problem with churches, that's the problem with Christianity, and that's the problem with politics, too. You can't have everything sucked into one thing. It does not work. Anyways, believe in yourself. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for tuning in to this Tuesday pod of Born to be a Star, and let's get into our favorite part of this conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So, okay. Disinformation is being used to try to mute out Republicans in this fight for power between Republicans and Democrats. But the Democrats are confusing, right? First, they try to act like they're all for minorities, people of not white descent, right? So Spanish, Black, Native American, 
Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, anybody that's not white, Caucasian. They're all for people of different races. The CIA came out with some shitty commercial trying to act like they were like inviting people of other races to be a part of the CIA. I got to tell you, the CIA, I don't, they're questionable. But anyways, we're not talking about them. We are talking about politicians. They'll say anything. They'll post on their Twitters. They'll send you ridiculous ass emails. And I told you I can't get off the email list. So I see these stupid ass emails from Nancy Pelosi and all these other blood suckers. These fucking vampires calling themselves Democrats. Acting like what they're talking about is so important. But the government has a responsibility to the people. To do what they said they were going to do. I told you yesterday that they spent $1.3 trillion on some fucking weaponry for the... army it's probably more than that the pentagon all these four war people that are in power love war they love the idea of war it's all corrupted and it's all a bunch of bullshit 20 years in afghanistan and we left weaponry there and we left shitty okay biden did a fucking awful job i'm glad he got us out of there but he still did a shitty job right trump was right okay I know you. a lot of people don't like the idea of Trump and you think his tweets weren't nice and you didn't like the way he did business. But for four years, there wasn't any problem on a scale like this. And I know people will try to fight against what I'm saying and say Trump was doing all this malicious things. I say, I don't fucking care what Trump was doing. Gas wasn't $5 a gallon, okay? Fucking potato chips weren't six fifty at the goddamn grocery store. Me and my mom went to look at clothes and fucking savers, and the clothes and savers are ridiculous. Like, it's savers. That's one example of what I'm talking about. They want to use disinformation to mute out people that don't agree with them. They want to just pull down the curtains and act like anything you're saying is not important you know what's funny they're using roe v versus wade right now which doesn't have anything to do with the lgbt crew if you're a guy and you want to be a woman then you you're not dealing with it like a woman is having a child it's different you can take all the medication in the world but i don't think if you're switching sexes and you're doing transgender you can be a man having a baby i don't think i think that's impossible and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with gay people having children i love lgbt crew i love gay people i love all of that but what i'm saying is now the democrats are supposedly on the side of that but now they're basically okay in bad behavior I wonder how many people are having reckless sex, doing ridiculous things, doing who knows what, making decisions to end life. And I'm not talking about people that are being raped or incest. I'm talking about all the rest of it. Why is it okay for you to just end life? How the fuck does that work? You're alive deciding to end life. I have some questions about the intent of this which is probably not good, but at the same time, I want to know how the Democrats are going to use this to their benefit. Because everything is to their benefit. And AOC keeps talking on Twitter and acting like all this shit she's saying is so important and she won't ever just shut the fuck up. All these people, 
a, a sheet of whatever the bitch that married her fucking brother and i'm the one that married her brother that's gross as fuck why 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 she actually said she wanted student loan forgiveness and the bitch makes like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year at that rate you don't need student loan forgiveness i i was pointing out that people that made i don't know like a hundred thousand dollars or less should be capable to get student loan forgiveness that's all i was saying but i'm not saying that student loan forgiveness is the only way out like if you take out a loan you're responsible you need to pay for it but aoc and all these far left people all these far left groups tyt majority report all these leftist voices that are acting like republicans aren't so bad they're part of the disinformation do you know that on the young turks all they do is talk about tucker carlson all they do is point out stupid ass remarks from stupid politicians like marjorie taylor green no one takes her serious the the point you should be looking at is the fact she got elected into office instead of one of your shitty democrats okay nina turner didn't get in again vance beat her ass These people you have running are not big enough. And while you win some seats, while you'll take in some incumbents out, maybe you should be focusing on getting rid of Nancy Pelosi. I'd be super cool if we could get somebody else elected into that position because she obviously fucking sucks. Why don't we focus our attention 100% on that? And the reason I talk about the Young Turks is because I like them. They have negative things to say about Biden, but they don't talk about the shit he fucked up on enough for it to matter. Like, it can't just be Republicans suck at everything and Democrats are doing this. No, it has to be both suck and something has to change. That's what the progressives should be coinciding on. And they're not doing that. And I can't hear the progressive voices with Nancy Pelosi and her dumbass actions. The state she represents, the rate of crime is at an all-time high. There's a lot of problems in that state. Democratic states with Democratic representation is horrible. And I'm not saying Republican states are any better, but Florida has done an amazing job with COVID. And I know people will say, oh, I don't know about that. Well, fuck, have you been there? Like, businesses were dying everywhere else and the businesses there weren't. So we should learn something from some of these places instead of chastising them and trying to demean them and little them. Maybe this isn't democracy when you can only hear one voice and people want to say whatever they want to say against Elon Musk, including voices that don't matter. Why don't we talk about the Clintons? I got to be the one to tell you, Hillary Clinton is never going to be the president. It is not happening. She sold out America. And the fact that they would even allow her to be considered for anything should be having you question what they're doing. The disinformation stems from the Democratic Party. And I'm sorry, Roe v. versus Wade isn't democracy because it doesn't give you the ability to argue the other side of that. Democracy is having a conversation. I'm sorry, democracy is what happens with Congress where they can't just say 50 Democrats you win. It's based off of something else, which they're trying to get rid of that too. That's not democracy. 
Democracy is having a conversation of how the fuck is this going to work versus that. That's democracy. Not we're going to do this. That's not democracy. That's a takeover. No, I want my opinion to be heard. The filibuster has to stay there. And while there's some things I don't understand with the filibuster, but the Democrats don't know what the hell they're doing and they need a grown up in the room. Biden is just horrible. Giving out all these handouts. Now we're in an inflation problem. Now the Fed is trying to fix issues and this all stems back to them and their shit. There's a problem here. It's called the Democratic Party. I won't be a part of that party. I have changed my status and I'm unaffiliated. Meaning I don't have a side of any of it. I'm going to stick with that. So I can make my decision for the next president, for the next governor, for the next who knows who on my own. Without being attached to a party. Because I don't want to be attached to a party. Right? I'm getting mail from some shitty person running for governor where I live at. And I don't give a... I don't care about the people running for government where I live at because I've lived in Connecticut my entire life and they've never done anything to help the people that live here. So I don't want to hear your shitty stories about what you're going to do because you haven't done anything. These kids in these schools are dumber than a box of rocks. They can't do math. They can't do cursive. They can't write and they can't read. They're not at reading grade. They're not at grade level with reading or math or science or history or language arts or anything. I've worked in the education field, which is why I didn't want to be a teacher. Because the idea that all you care about in that field is numbers, there's real problems here. And they're not fixing any of them. That's what I'm saying. So hold them accountable. We need a surprise for them. Vance winning was just the start of it. And I'd like to point out that the Democrats lost seats when Biden got elected in the office. They lost seats. They lost seats. Hello. If we don't fix this, things are going to get really bad. Really, really, really bad. I invite you listeners. I invite you stars. Join me in making sure these people are held accountable, especially for us that are Americans. I said to my mom when we spent time for Mother's Day together, I don't see color, mom. Like, I didn't grow up like that. Like, we were in Savers and there was a man that was frustrated about trying to get an item into his car. Into his car. And... I I sat in the car and I just asked God to please make it be possible. You know, my mom said to him, please make sure you ask the person in the store if they're going to watch the item uh, so nobody takes it. This man lived an hour away from the Sabres. He was going to drive all the way home to get a drill. The person that worked there, the employee in the store, brought the drill out and we all just helped each other. Now, that man was obviously, he wasn't Caucasian descent. He was foreign. Um, I think he was Italian uh, from Italy. He told us that he came from Italy and he needed help. And that's just an example of what America means to me. America means to me family. And my idea of life is we're all connected to each other. We just haven't met each other yet. 
I don't see race. I don't see color. I don't think there's a need for Black Lives Matter. If there's really a problem with Black Lives being take not being taken seriously, I think we need to talk to our elected officials, and I think we need to speak up for that. I don't think this fake shit that they do with propaganda about black people is correct because nancy pelosi put on some fucking kute kente cloth and tried to act like she understood our our hurt with george floyd that hurt on so many levels because of all the black people have endured in america which is far more than others i'm sorry it is we were slaves There's no history and no connection to ancestors because they burnt it all. That's the problem with black America. There's nothing to connect us to history. Now, I'm mixed with a lot of things, not just African-America. I'm mixed with Irish. I'm mixed with German. I'm mixed with um, my dad's Portuguese. I'm mixed with Portuguese. I'm mixed with a lot of things. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all my ancestry. I'm grateful for all the things that I am. And I love the fact that I'm, I'm mixed. But that still saddens me that a party would do that. And they have no shame. And then they'll try to use black people against black people when it comes to picking a party. I don't think you have to be Republican. I don't think you have to be any of these things. Pick your side. That's what I'm asking you to do. Whether you're white or not or any other color. The example I just gave you is what America is supposed to be. We're helping each other. That's America. And it's a capitalistic country because that's how we make money and that's how we live nice lives. Let's work together here. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Buying sneakers with no cars. I was at the nail shop about a week or two ago and I was talking to some chick in line with me and we we just started she was wearing vans and i love vans i have like a vans collection of sneakers and i was telling her i like vans because they're cheaper priced they're like 60 70 bucks and they're very cute and you can wear them with anything and they're comfortable i don't even wear socks with them i just walk around rock around with them and i never have any problem with my vans <clears throat> and i was just saying i can't imagine buying like uh lebron james sneakers or any of these uh, expensive sneakers because they cost like $500 and like to spend that much money on a pair of sneakers like that's groceries for like two months or something like Jesus like that's a bill payment like you could pay something off with that much money like my god that much money on some who's buying sneakers like that and then like I say it all the time to my mom and husband like these people that are buying these ridiculous things they're buying something but they don't have something like it reminds me like being in college like your first car like you have to save up money for that once you buy it then you have it granted it's not the newest car because it's your first car because you're like 16 or whatever but like and then when you go to college you drive that car to college whatever but the idea that you would not get a car so you could buy a pair of sneakers i just don't understand that that's just confusing to me like what are we do why are you buying expensive clothes but you're walking around and you're on a bus like, there's no logic there. I don't understand that. I have questions. Like, people that don't have a lot of money are deciding to spend money on shit they don't need. Like, maybe you should focus on what you need first. I'm just... How does that work? Now, me and my mom are thrifters. Like, I told you I had a pair of Pumas and I had to get rid of the Pumas. So, what did I do? I didn't go to buy another pair of sneakers. I just took one of the sneakers my mom had given to me and I just wear those now 
Now, they're not new, but they are comfortable. And they probably did cost a lot of money. And they were a present. So instead of me spending more money on something I don't need, I just used something I already had. It wasn't very difficult for me to say, why am I going to go buy another pair of sneakers? I have Nikes. Like, they're Nikes. So I just, I'm just wearing those. Instead of me going out and spending, I just spent $300 on sneakers. I don't understand it. I have brothers. I have four brothers, right? None of them would do that. There's Don, there's John, there's Brian, and there's Todd. And none of them would do that. None of them. They all have jobs. They all have careers. They're all doing shit with their lives. None of them would do that. My brother John, I talk to him all the time. I cannot imagine him spending that much money on some damn sneakers. Like, seriously? What? No. People have to think smarter. And... Or it's going to be detrimental to their life. So, just that. Next part of our conversation uniqueness is so intriguing i kind of like not looking like everybody else reasons why i wanted to have platinum blonde hair because not a lot of people have platinum hair you know i'm a a light-skinned mixed high yellow person i have a wonderful skin tone and honestly i definitely look better with blonde hair than dark hair so for me i love it like when i was growing up my mom dyed my hair blonde and i was blonde from like a very young age to a lot of my life and then there's been times where I've been like I'm gonna go dark and then I do it and then I hate it so you know like I think the blonde makes me feel unique and also look unique too so definitely gonna stick with that um but I think being unique is intriguing because kind of everybody wants to look the same like there's chicks that wear wigs and I and I have wigs I wear them I'm not afraid to wear a wig you know, I, I think I, at some point I might get a braided wig. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm chill with that. Like, I think that's cool. I'm not I'm not embarrassed. I'm not saying that that's something wrong. I think you, you as a girl, you should be able to wear wigs, wear extensions, wear whatever you want. If it makes you comfortable, why the hell do you care? You could wear a ponytail. You could wear a clipping. Like, who cares? Like, we should really be living like, who cares, man? That's, I mean, that's just how I personally feel. But uniqueness is your ability to go against the hype. I feel like that's what uniqueness is. It's not matching up to everybody you're seeing. You're spending your time to look different. Like, a t-shirt isn't just a t-shirt to me. It has meaning and I bought it for a reason. So, like, for me, I feel like the sneakers, the vans I like, what we were just talking about, the reason I buy them is because people don't typically buy vans especially girls and they don't really like skateboarder stuff like that and I love the idea of skateboarding I love the idea of yeah bro I love the idea of Californication like that in that way I like skateboarding ramps I like skateboarder parks I like the skateboarder vibe I like the music I like all of it I love that which is why I love vans which is why I love to wear van clothing which is why I like to rock my hair a certain way which is why I like to look unique I want to be a part of the uniqueness. I want to be a part of the originality. I want to be a part of all of that. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to remember that more than wearing some shit that looks like everybody else. And I don't want to do it. When I was in college, I used to walk around with my sweatshirts 
and comfortable clothes because basically that's what you do in your college. You just wear some leggings and a sweatshirt. And I still do that now. I got my central hoodies and I rock them and I wear them with my leggings and my sneakers that match my sweatshirts. And I did that there. You're setting yourself out. And that's so important. You have to bring that with you as you start to get older. And it's so important to continue that. So I invite you. I invite you to find uniqueness and ground yourself in that. Maybe put some streaks in your hair. Maybe dye your hair another color. Maybe contact someone else. Maybe get some contacts and turn your eyes to a different color. Maybe buy a scarf. Uh, Anything. To separate yourself. Because looking like everyone else, how's that great? I don't know. Next part of our conversation. Trying to be more like me. What does that mean? Instead of everybody trying to be like everyone else, comparing each other, like, that's why I think, like, these reality TV shows are kind of disconnected from reality. Like, I watch them because I find them entertaining. That's why. But, like, do you know how hard it is for some people to go to college? Or do you know how hard it is for some people to try to buy their first car or try to own their first home? Now, I watch Selling Sunset, right? If you're a realtor, maybe it's different. Like... I have family members, right? I've I've seen good situations and I've seen bad situations with my family. And based off what I've seen, what the people I'm surrounded by on a daily basis, I could definitely tell you that what we're seeing on TV is not reality. Just like the disconnection between politicians and reality. So how do you... being more like you being more like me you're humble yes humbleness and you're grateful i wake up every day and i thank god for everything i have i pray to god that my family has good health good safety even my brother that lives in south carolina it's not south carolina where is it no it is south carolina even though my brother that lives further away than the rest of them one of them lives in maryland the other two live in connecticut So we're all scattered, right? I pray for everybody. All my family, all my friends, all these people I love every day. Like, please help this go this way, God. Please do this. Please do that. And you might be thinking, who are you praying to? I don't really care what you think because in my mind, he, he exists. There's only one. His name is Jehovah and his name is Jesus. Anything outside of that, I don't understand. But I'm not going to penalize for someone for not believing in what I do. But I'm going to be happy with what I believe in. And I think when you have conversations with God and you ask him and you pray, he does hear you. And he is listening. And things that you are asking for will happen when you ask for his guidance and his help. I think that without a doubt. And I don't know how I would be where I am without him, without knowing he's here. So I'm going to put my faith in that. If you want to be more like you, if you finding ways to be more like me means you can't be worried about everybody else. You can't care what those people are doing. Those people bought a house. Great. You're going to do whatever you're doing. Those people have five kids. Great. Maybe you do something different. <coughs> you're not on a time frame trying to compete with everybody. Somebody having a child at 17 or 18, maybe the other person that's like 28 is on a different mindset. Like they're not thinking about that. Like I, like my husband has family members and cousins and they're like, you know, in their twenties 
in their 30s and they're not thinking about having kids. They're living their life. They're traveling. They're buying property. They're not thinking about children. Like even like they don't even have that mindset. Like I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with you if you have kids, but some people aren't thinking about life like that. Like or some people hold value in the idea of marriage and stability. You see what I just said? There's different people that think different ways. And that's okay. Some people want to have kids when they're younger and they and they figured it out their way. And some people want to live their life. They want to travel and they want to enjoy things differently. Maybe they're married and they want to actually get to know their partner first before they have kids. Or maybe they just want to rush everything. Who knows? If you're going to live your life for you, though, you can't care about opinions. You can't be competing with people on TV. And you can't honestly think you can do something just because someone else accomplish something or you start feeling bad about yourself oh i'm not here but i wish i was there so fucking what figure it out man get the fuck up and 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 live your life fuck like i had to tell my mom you can't be jealous of people like that shit doesn't work like and the reason i said it to her like that is because like who cares about what someone else has be happy with what you have you might have more than a million other fucking people like god if you're alive and you can breathe and you can talk and you can walk You can do anything you put your mind to. I don't want to hear that you can't do stuff. That's why the mantra on this podcast is, yes, I can. So if you want to spend more time being you and finding you, that means you have to spend less time caring about everybody else. That's it. You have to be the center of everything. And I dare you to do that for for yourself. Next part of our conversation. Don't let misery be your company. If you're finding that someone you're talking to sounds more miserable than happy and the only time you can have a conversation with the person is when they're complaining about something, it might be time to find a new friend or just have no friends. Like, I don't I don't know. I told you about that before. Like, I feel like if I'm talking to someone and I start to feel like, what the fuck am I talking about? Like, I don't want to spend all my time complaining about the life I have to live. Like, if I want to live my life, I have to go to work. Right. Right. I have to do my podcast because that's how I share my voice with the world, right? And and I have to be all the other things I'm doing all at the same time. You complaining about shit isn't making what I still have to do okay. And it's not making what you still have to do okay. That's why if you hate your job, if you hate where you live, if you hate any of these things, you have to make a plan and change them. I... A lot of people I know have experienced a lot of difficulty, a lot of situations that they didn't see coming. And I think I've had a lot of unluck all at once many times over. And I've experienced the bottom of the bottom of the bottom multiple times in my life. But I'm still here fighting for you. I'm still here with a podcast called Born to Be a Star. I cry. I laugh. I feel. I bleed. I'm still human. And among all that, I'm still American too. Fuck what everybody's saying. Born and raised here, gonna die here, American. That's what I'm talking about. So, what were we talking about? If misery loves company, you're not available. Disconnect and back up. Because these people will eat through your happiness like it's candy. Because they don't fucking care. They're miserable. You don't need that. 
life sucks enough man don't find miserable people to be around because they're just gonna be like i can't believe this happened i don't know why that's happening what do i do here what do i do there get up and figure it the fuck out like everybody else man it's called life stop crying a fucking river move on like i hate that the detriment feeling like you can't do things yes you can you are the leader and you can do anything you put your mind to so that misery it can't be your company nope you're unavailable keep saying it keep saying it next part of our conversation Let's start off by talking about music. When I think about rap music, I think about Biggie. I think about Jay-Z. I think about Kanye West. I think about French Montana. And I think about Drake. Pusha Drake. Pusha T for sure. Rick Ross. And that's what rap is to me. I'm not saying that I don't like some of these other artists. Like, there's a... What the fuck is his name? There's G Easy. He's considered rap. And there's also some other dude whose name starts with an L who I can't remember his name. That is kind of like pop rap. Like it's not rap rap. Like I like it, but like at some point it becomes unforgettable. So it's like those people are chasing fame, but then they don't have anything to fall on. So it has me questioning like what they're doing. Like and I love music. I love listening to a variety of things. I love Pandora. I like Apple Music. I don't listen to the radio. And I don't understand why anybody listens to the radio. But okay. I think that's what rap is. Why we need streaming options. We need streaming options because who wants to watch the same boring repeated shit all the time on normal television? Like, no one, right? No one. Why are we still talking about law and order? Who cares? There's that. And these actors, like, who cares? Moving on. We need streaming services so we can watch actually amazing content. Like, We Own This City, amazing. The guy that was in Walking Dead and uh, Punisher, main actor, really great show. Like, if you haven't watched um, From, you need to watch that. Um, I don't really know if I have anything good to say about, um, the ending of, um, Moon Knight, but, I mean, it was okay, so I'll say that. Um, there's just so much available on streaming now, it's not available on TV, so you have to have it. And my mom asked me why I pay for all this shit, because I like content, I do a podcast, and I like to watch things. I'm a total viewer, I love amazing content, and that's why I pay for it. And I don't care. I'm paying for it because I want to actually watch a good movie, right? I want to watch a series that I don't want to turn off. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want to be sitting there like, I can't wait to the next episode. Like, when's the next season coming out? I want to be all up on these, like, writers, like, Twitters, like, please write the next season of this. Oh, that was so good. I can't wait to see. I like feeling like that when I'm watching something. That's just me. Looks like Amazon is finally stepping it up with um, Outer Range and some of their other new content as well. I don't know if I'm going to like the second season of Will of Time, but I will give it a try. 
And I don't know if it's a good idea for them to make a Lord of the Rings uh, series. Because there was a lot that was in those movies. But if they want to try to do it, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to at least attempt for it to match up to the movies. Hopefully. Please think about that first. Take all this in consideration, Amazon. For the love of God, for the love of God, please hear a girl out. As someone that loves your platform, love, love, loves what you do with your two-day shipping thing, I love your platform, man. I love your music. I love everything that you offer. As someone that loves Amazon, I do. I love Amazon. I love everything that it brings to my life on a daily basis, right? I do. I truly do. As someone that loves Amazon, I'm just asking you to take your time with this Lord of Rings thing. Just take your time. Take your time. Still waiting for the return of Harley Quinn on HBO. And when's it coming back? IDK. I don't know the date. I probably need to go in there and figure it out. Is there going to be a new season of Stargirl? I don't know about that either. We're going to find out. Um, anyways, let's get into food. I'm going to ask you a question about cooking and don't judge the question. What are you making this weekend? It's Tuesday, so you're thinking, what? Tomorrow's Wednesday. I don't know. Do you plan out meals in advance? Because I try to do that with dinners, making quick dinners, especially with a busy work schedule between me and Skip. Like, I get out one time, he gets out another. So we try to do things easier on days if one of us has to work later than the other. Um, Welcome to the life of two. Um, I mean, if you're by yourself, maybe it's easier if you just get something to eat. But when it's two of you, you have to figure out a way to coincide that with your schedule. So, I try to plan out things for a couple of days in advance, um, but trying to figure out what we're going to eat for the weekend on a Tuesday, I mean, we do a menu, but sometimes that menu changes during the week. Like, last week, we ate out multiple times, so we carried over the food that we were going to eat that week to this week. So, that was beneficial. Uh, we try to operate like that, just because it makes our lives easier. But thinking about weekend eating on a Tuesday, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm probably always thinking about food because I'm always hungry. So there's that too. Uh, Next part of the conversation, avocados on everything. I feel like you can put avocados on your salad you can eat avocados tuna fish you can eat avocados with basically a lot of things especially with like mexican dishes definitely always delicious i say go for it avocados on everything and you can eat avocados with eggs you can have avocado toast you can have avocados on a lot of things why not shrimp scampi i like shrimp scampi but i prefer getting a shrimp with the tails off the shrimp with the tails on like you got you gotta have time to like get through all that you gotta season the shrimp you know you want to pre-season them let them get all like flavorful for a while then you want to cook them i recommend you use a frying pan or like a one pan or something and you can definitely benefit from that i feel like that's very important definitely important one pot wonders there's so much you can do with one pot cooking just shoving everything into a like a one pan it makes everything easier. You can make your pasta taste better. You can make your meat taste better. You can make everything taste better. So why not try that? Something about garlic. Literally, if you put a little garlic into your seasoning, into your sauce, 
into whatever you're cooking, it gives it more height and flavor and it makes it taste better. So I say try it. Anyways, that is the end of the pod on this Tuesday. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow on hump day. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Wednesday. Bye.